Ladies and gentlemen, you are now tuned in to Espresso with Lan Lee. This is episode 28, and we'll just start by saying R.I.P. Jerry Springer. You were the goat of toxic television. Thank you for joining. The goat. the sound right there of uh yeah that's the sound yeah that's the sound that that, that's the sound of um people swinging at each other for a quick jerry springer shout out you know welcome to another episode of espresso it's me your boy land lee's and yeah, that boy Jerry Springer passed away at 79. Uh rest in peace. You know, um lots of memories uh with Jerry Springer tied to life. Um you know, coming home from school. That my earliest memories is coming home from school and that being on and then us as kids talking about it talking about uh i remember kids used to be like did you see jerry springer did you see jerry springer they always fighting and i just used to be like and it never i never really used to like just seeing fights like that you know but after a while i realized some of it staged and a very small amount of it was real and um so I started watching episode here and there. It was like a, a regular ritual, especially the ones where they had. I was always intrigued with the, the racist people like they'll have fucking KKK leaders and shit on there. But Jerry always told them too, like, I don't fuck with you. You know what I mean? Like it's um, that's that's the type of shit he used to do, though. But um, also, <laughs> I remember there's a girl that I used to be in fucking love with uh, when I was younger. And um, I was friends with her. We never really dated or nothing like that. But anyway, uh, I was friends with her. I was friends with her sister. And they both went on the fucking Jerry Springer show. Um, and they told us that they did fabricate a story. They paid for their hotel and they did it and i don't there's never aired on tv but i think it aired on something called uh jerry springer too hot for tv which uh i've been scouring the internet trying to find that shit because i just want to see the clips but um they did have jerry springer too hot for tv i remember i think their story was like my my sister fucked my boyfriend or some shit and then her real boyfriend at the time who had a different name, had to act like, you know what I mean? <laughs> you can clearly tell in the video. That's why I want to see that shit, because you can tell that they fucking uh, um, definitely was acting, and y'all sucked at it, if y'all hearing this. But, yeah, Jerry Springer, man. Damn, man. So many memories. And uh cancer fucking sucks so yeah r.i.p to jerry of the springer i'm gonna leave with a i'm gonna leave that that note 
with a little clip from Jerry that uh, someone posted recently when uh, he was basically uh, damn near about to fight some racist guest. Um, God, six million empathy between yeah. your race yes. and my race. Right. Yes. And I hate But you. you see, that's the difference. I don't hate you. I feel sorry oh, for yeah. you. I only hate what you have done to your children. I hate, that you, I hate what you have done to your children. Oh, that's, that's the only bad. thing I hate. Yes, because they're ruined. They're ruined because of what you did. Yeah, you're on. The only thing we gotta worry about is God Almighty. Okay, that's it. Here's the deal. That's it. I don't care what you say. Okay. What, what you say, what you say, get me angry and all that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, right. You're right, because... Are you, you going to let me finish? No, are you going to let me finish? Okay. Sure, I'll let you finish. All right. The reality of the show is not about whether we know that the six million people died. Trust me, no, they're, not, they're, not, they're not hiding. I know you about shut your face right now. <laughs> I said, shut your fucking face, and then he was about to swing on his ass, too. This was uh, February 20th, 1995. Whoever the fuck put Ambitions as a Rider on there, I don't like that. You fucked me up, so I hope they don't fucking block this shit. Thank you very smelly much. Um, When I was talking about that 420 event I had, I forgot. I didn't realize how weird it was. To, it was already weird when I said there was two events going on um, because there definitely was two events going on in that motherfucker. Um, but one of it, the more I think about it, how weird it is, one event is a was a memorial service, essentially, a candlelight vigil, which is sad, and we over here partying. And I'm like, man, that shit was very weird. But they came over there with a bunch of drinks and the DJ and all that shit, too. So, you know, whatever. They partied, too. If that's what that person wanted, then I guess that's fine, you know. Um, And speaking of what people didn't want or didn't want, I tell you what. The motherfucking flight attendants didn't want designer beating his meat. (laughs) That boy designer, according to the arrest, this man really was out here meat beating in front of the whole shit. Like, now I got to look the story up some more. I already heard the story, but I'm like, bro, you said... (laughs) He said something like he hadn't been getting no pussy or some shit like that. And I'm like, what? What does it say? No, I said designer masturbation. Okay. They think I'm just talking about a designer. But we talking about fucking designer. And then Michael Blackson talking about his mental health (laughs) is a cop out. He's like, motherfucker. Just say you fucking, what'd he say? Hold on, TMZ got Michael Blackson, so they might have some. I oh, know, that's not. Uh, Michael Blackson said, who was caught masturbating on the plane and blamed it on mental health? LOL. He said, not, uh, oh, it said, nigga, just say it was a long flight and you was horny. Just say that. 
I love America because we could do some crazy shit we are aware of. Then when we get caught, we blame it on mental health. Mother sucker, cut it out. You just, you just a freak nigga that got caught. <laughs> In America, it's mental health. In Africa, it's the devil. <laughs> Man, my boy Michael Blackson coming with facts. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, y'all want to know what I think about it? Don't jack your dick. That's never been a thing for, like, I, I don't, what man has been successful at that? Tell me what dude was successful at beating his meat in public to get another girl horny or to, like, what girl was like, oh, 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 oh he's doing it. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? That's crazy, man. Here we go. CBS News. Rapper designer charged with indecent exposure after allegedly masturbating during a flight. You know, what's his name who um, I can't remember buddy name, who, but he uh, he did Pee Wee Herman. When I was a kid, he got in trouble for similar shit. I can't remember exactly what he did. I can't remember if he was masturbating or if he just flashed people. But it was a big fucking deal everywhere. He's back in movies. <laughs> he back. Officer Minnesota, whose real name, this uh, charged a Brooklyn rapper whose real name is Sidney Royale Selby Third. I go by that rap name. Sidney Royale Selby. Or you could be Selby Three. Oh! I just created a new career for his ass. <laughs> Selby 3, bitch. Um, I don't know. Anyway, it said, they said Selby masturbated and exposed himself multiple times in the first class section of the Delta flight. What the fuck? He said, for the past few months, I have not been okay. I've been struggling to come to terms with what's going on while overseas for a concert I performed that I had to be admitted to the hospital. was not thinking clearly. They gave me meds, and I had to hop on a plane home. I'm ashamed of my actions. I'm admitting myself to a facility. <sighs> Stop being horny, man. You meat-beating meat beater. Artists is going crazy. Artists is realizing a lot of uh things now, like a whole lot of shit. They, um, I saw them talk about how uh, there was like this ongoing uh, thing on TikTok where people were saying how they realized, it was black people saying how they go to SZA concert and realize that they're not her target demographic. And they are saying that they see a lot of white people at these concerts. A lot of white people at SZA, someone else said a lot of white people at Lizzo, a lot of white people at this. And I started to think back about that because, I mean, that's definitely a significant change in the concert goers. A lot of people who got money go to concerts now, and it's definitely swayed. It used to be mixed a lot, um, but now I do see mostly white people at concerts. I don't know exactly what that is, but there's a reason for it, and you're the reason for everything. <laughs> Um, but I do clearly remember way back, I went to a concert of Lil Wayne, maybe in 2009 or a little earlier than that. 
And I honestly expected to see a, a a mixed crowd or mostly black because that's who the fuck I remember growing up being around and listening to Lil Wayne or people who I knew who actually listened to Lil Wayne. And um, I remember seeing a, a shit ton of white people and I was like, oh, he the way I looked at it at the time was, oh, Wayne really blew up now like he's. He's crossed over into this. I thought maybe that Rebirth album is what fucking got that shit. But there's definitely something else uh, going on, and it always got to do with money, and and maybe they boxing some people out, or, like, I, I don't know. But it's definitely a clear change. Um, I go to a shit ton of different types of concerts. So I see a little bit of everybody. Um, I just go to what I like and also what I can afford. Like I seen that uh, Milk and Cookies, this is this um, this group that put on shows and shit, and they're doing another Catronata show. And me and my wife went to one um, years ago and saw like Toki Monster, Catronada, and uh, there was another person. Oh, Father was there. It was this big thing, and it only cost like fucking maybe $35, $40 a ticket. And now these tickets, I don't know, they $125, maybe $150 or something like that. And I'm like, sheesh, they are just, what else is included? And that might not sound like a lot, but it's a significant increase. I'm like, people are fucking doing this. And these artists are just going to keep performing for just crowds of rich people before they realize. Because I don't know if you – I watch a lot of performances online too. And um, some of them are – you know, the crowds be dead at some of this shit that I see where it's supposed to be fucking hype, hype energy. And my only thing is they are fucked up or it's a lot of rich people. The crowd was like that too when um I went to Complex Con uh years ago and it was like NERD, MIA, Young Thug. It was so many people and the crowd just even Young Thug was like, Y'all want me to come out? Like what the fuck is up with the crowd? I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's up with the crowd. I was hyping my seat in the seat. Yeah. But like damn. Huh? That shit is so crazy. Coachella is one of them places, too, where it's just you see the crowd and it's just a lot of white people. And, you know, people in that crowd got money because the tickets and just the whole experience of going is a couple thousand dollars. More than two. I know that. Speaking of Coachella, the artist who I saw brought the most energy was uh, this Indian dude. What's his name? Diljit. Diljit Dosanj, I hope I'm saying that right. But dude swag was impeccable. He had the straight Indian fits. I don't know if I'm saying any of this shit right. And I don't give a fuck because I didn't look it up. But anybody can educate me and I'll educate myself later. Anyway, he had dumb fits going. Stupid fits, stupid choreography. You know, the song sounded good, too. I didn't understand none, none of it. But that shit was fire. I was like, he really ran Coachella. <laughs> he, 
he was the one who ran Coachella. I seen a bunch of performances. They was okay. But this man, he 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 really had him out the butt. He died it. Was that racist? Sorry. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, he really ran Coachella. Um watched that fucking boxing match too with Javante and Ryan. And y'all know Javante came out on top. Wop wop. And I know some people, probably a lot of my uh close friends probably wonder why I even watch boxing. Because I don't watch a lot of sports. I like them off off sports. I think I said this before about like pool and bowling and I mean it's a sport. But I'll do all that shit, and I'm and I play those pretty well. Yeah. But I I never did boxing because, guess what? I'm afraid of getting knocked out. <laughs> You're not gonna fucking swing on me, okay? We're not doing that. I'm afraid of getting knocked out. But um, yeah, we um, I have always loved boxing. And I like to thank my mom for that. My mom introduced me to a lot of things, which is probably the way why I'm the way I am. But I remember being hype or she hyping me up for Mike Tyson. What? What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I'm keeping it in. Just so y'all can see that difficulties happen sometimes. Anyway. Um... Mike Tyson matches. She used to get me hyped up about that shit all the time. And I do remember watching the Holyfield and Mike Tyson match. And it was a wild night. And that was that might have just been solidified in me because it was just the whole thing was unexpected and exciting. But you still was waiting for a knockout anyway the whole time. You know what I mean? Like because it's Mike Tyson. But. That whole shit used to be, um, that was my shit. So I guess as I got older, I just kind of stuck to boxing because it was like a whole event. It's a whole night. And people g- gather around, watch the TV, watch the fight. As much as I don't really like people just getting battered up for money, there's a difference between boxing and UFC for sure. Number one, gloves. Big gloves. And... um no feet but you know it's just that skill that's probably why i like fighting games uh video games a lot because it's it's just that whole like it's a brain training thing what is this person gonna do next it's almost the the closest you can get to being like i can tell the future (laughs) if you catch me follow me follow me follow me okay follow me stay with me stay with me i'm saying you know if you if you can see someone's punch before they do it because you now know and and understand their fighting style. So I don't know. Something about that intrigues me, and it's uh, uh, kind of a brain exercise to me. And so when I'm watching boxing, I like watching it just to see, especially when there's undefeated people, because now I'm really intrigued. I want to see how the fuck are you getting through this shit? which led me to watch more Floyd fights. And I watched a lot of, actually, before Floyd, we was stuck on Roy Jones Jr. for a minute. 
I watched his fights. We ordered pay-per-views and, and watched that at uh, my homie's house and all that. And so it's always stuck with me. Then Mayweather. Mayweather started taking the uh, scene and then uh, for real being undefeated. And his watching him is just different. So then we watched him and I dragged my wife to uh, bars to watch fights and shit. Even though I know she don't care about it, but she was waiting to see a knockout, and she saw one one time. I think, uh, oh, well, it wasn't a complete knockout. I think when uh, Floyd fought uh, Shane Mosley, but that was a good fight. Shane put a little little, you know, but um, and now we on this Javante, who I think coming from the Mayweather camp, he is undefeated. So we back, and I'm watching it. And I like it, and I'm mad that I wasn't really in Vegas for this last one because I knew the city was going to be on fire. But, you know, Vegas is a uh, money eater. That's all it is. It's going to take all your goddamn money and leave you dry. But I'll be there. Uh, I'll be back there in August again. Like I said, I'm going to try to film content, content when I go there. Yeah. This time, because I have a lot of different things. I filmed some stuff, but I don't know. Sometimes I have a lot of ideas, so I don't know where to go with it. So I'll just start filming a bunch of shit. And um, then, then I get exhausted with it because now it's just a bunch of B-roll, and I don't know what the fuck to do with it. But sometimes I'll go back, and then I'm like, oh, boom, 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 piece it together, piece it together, and then now we've made a movie, you know? I'd like to thank my mom for me because I do – my mom, for real, not only was it boxing, but my mom introduced me to a shit ton of things. Also opened my mind to a lot of things and always battle with whether or not that's good to teach a kid uh, that you can be anything or all that shit because it sounds really good also, but it's also confusing, not confusing, but I don't know. I guess uh, it'll stress some people out because they're like, well, I can be anything and I'm okay in all this, but I don't know. I just am glad that she opened my mind to things And I think the downfall of that now is finding like-minded people because uh, there's a handful of people I've met in my life that's like that. But, you know, um, I have never just – I focus on, like, main things, but I love creativity. Therefore, I, you know, will – I can geek out over movies and stuff like that and – I mean, lately I haven't watched enough, but I'm catching up now. I'm back or trying to be trying to catch up. Um, But, yeah, movies and TV shows and why I like specific shows. And, you know, I can get into video games because that's something I've done my whole life. I did a little DJing. I, you know, uh, I like to tell people I know a little bit about a lot. And I think that only comes from my curiosity. And also from being, I think it's a natural thing because one thing we are put here for is survival. 
And so I feel like it's just a natural thing for me to to be curious and constantly look at new things and stuff. I just don't want to be. My mom used to say stuff like uh, be aware of your surroundings. And that's not uh, she was talking about just being out because she was from Detroit. So, you know, watch your back and shit. But I always use it, too, as like just being aware of what the fuck is going on, because other humans control the way that we do things. So it's just like, I don't know. I just don't want to be oblivious to society i don't like going out there just blind all the time you know um just like when people come uh to other countries or whatever people used to say oh they know how to tip because they'll ask but i'm like who goes to another country and just acts stupid though with no information like i need to know what the hell they do you know just like in this country we're so used to people modifying and being like oh i want my shit like this i want this is lit but i'm like well when you go to other countries do you do that at restaurants no you just eat what the fuck they give you that's what you do because it's out of respect but uh yeah here we do everything so i've always just uh it's all survival tactics i believe my curiosity, curiosity is survival. What about that? Curiosity is survival, too. And that's all it is. I'm just trying to survive and maintain, you know? It's a fucking rainy day today in the A, uh, which means the next day will be good for some good old fishing. Get that fishing, kit, cat, catfish, <laughs> catfish kissing. Bitch, yeah, I'm going to be out there on that water because for some reason after it rains and the water gets high, I have a lot of luck fishing. So, you know, you bring a couple blunts, bring a couple brewskis. I don't even drink that much beer. I just was talking about how much uh beer, like how much beer can y'all really drink? I cannot, I, I, two, I want a Guinness right now. Yeah, I love Guinness. Black people don't drink Guinness. Black people think that shit is going to taste bad, but it actually tastes like light. It's not bitter. It's smooth as shit. I can fucking down them bitches. Get with it. Open your mind. That's what I'm talking about, man. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You got to open your mind more and see. Oh, and, you know, uh, back to that, to circle back to the boxing real quick, you know, there's a guy uh, named Keith Lee uh, who used to be in the UFC, and he's fucking on um, TikTok, and he's doing food reviews, changing people's lives. I think I talked about him before. But anyway, this motherfucker was on uh, Twitch with Kai Sanat, and he predicted the fight exactly what the fuck? Like, I'm talking spot on. Listen to this. Take the run. And that's not because you went front of me. Obviously, that's Okay, why? Yeah. What's the reason into it? But I, besides the fact that Ryan hold his fucking chin in the air, oh, uh, I've been a freshman for eight years, so I'm going to go into my bag. 
honestly, bro, it's the distance control. It's the distance. I feel like Ryan not gonna be able to control you getting on the inside, and once you get on the inside, it's a wrap. Damn. It's a wrap. Because all he got is a left. I know you know all he fucking got is a left foot. Yeah. Once you get past the left foot, it's his money. Yeah. I'm, I'm calling it six, seven round stoppage. Damn. I'm gonna go seven round stoppage. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to the body. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm going to the body. That boy said all of it. Seven round stoppage to the body, and guess what happened? Such a seven round stoppage to the body. I thought that was fucking intriguing. I just remembered that, so I definitely had to say something about it. But I was like, damn, man. And something else I thought was intriguing that uh, has nothing to do with that. There was a lady who put out a game years ago that I'm just now finding out about called Hair Naw. <laughs> she, um, she, oh, is my fucking... Let me make sure the mic is right on here. Yeah. Okay, we're back. Um. Anyway, she put this game out, I think, in 2017. It's a game where she, you are, like, swatting white women's hands off of uh, touching a black girl's hair. It's hilarious. And I discovered that. I didn't discover it. It's been out there, but it's starting to make its rounds on the Internet. But she's a um, a video game designer. And, uh, well, she does, like, little, um, what is it, 8-bit eight bit video games. Um, and she'll personalize them for you, too. She's pretty fucking dope. And um, I really want her to make me one now. And I do want to play that game. I'm about to look on the Internet to see if I can even still play that game. But if y'all haven't played it or seen it, go check it out. Anyway, that's all I got for y'all today. You know, we're getting into the week. We're about to uh, start uh, cooking some things up. I really want to do Land Leaves with Cheese pop-up coming soon. Coming soon, you know. Trying to get there. But, um. Somebody gotta somebody gotta uh work with me. I really wanna do the chop shop over here. By me it's a butcher a butchery. It's called a chop shop. But anyway, yeah. That's what I got. That's what it is, man. This is uh, another episode of Espresso. Oh, 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 oh. Uh fuck with y'all uh like, subscribe, do all that shit. Please share, tell, do it, you know. Um, we yeah. are.